0: TheLinguist.com, the power of language. Linda, are you the one who uh, creates the cakes, designs and makes the cakes?
1: No, I used to, Mm -hmm. but I don't anymore. Fingers aren't quite as nimble, but um, my son does. So, yeah, he took special classes for that.
0: There are uh, some cheeky bakeries that, you know, have have you ever been involved in uh, designing uh, cheeky delights?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I know what you mean by cheeky, <laughs> uh, yes we have. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah.
0: Could, you, could you delicately uh, explain uh, who wants these things and, uh, and what, what they are, delicately?
1: Delicately? Okay. Some, a lot of wives come in and want something a bit risque for their husbands or for a stag party. And it involves the upper part of a woman's body, usually. <laughs> uh, I've had one or two other things, but I don't think I'd uh, care to elaborate on that.
0: <laughs> so it doesn't uh, uh, challenge your ethics when they ask you to do that?
1: Oh, no. I mean, you know, you, you've got to do what your customer wants, within reason, obviously, yeah, you know. I mean, there, there are, you do draw the line at certain things but most, most people are quite good about that, you know, they'll ask for something a little bit risque and you'll suggest to them and they're usually quite happy to go along with what you figure to be right. relatively decent taste.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you, had, you mentioned that your son is now um, and quite an expert at, at making cakes and such. Uh-huh. What got you into the baking industry? Is it something in your family or what inspired you to be a baker?
1: What inspired me? Well, I married a chef many moons ago, and then I started into the um, business and been in it now for too many years to remember, (laughs) probably about 35 years, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And does it
0: get uh, repetitive at all?
1: No, because there's always something different. You can always create something a little bit different, mm-hmm. you know. Depending on your customers, of course, you know. But you try different things, and then certain things go, certain things don't. But, uh, you know, yeah, you've got, you've got to sort of always broaden your horizons, you know. It
0: smells so delicious in here. From being a child, uh, there's one thing that I've always loved more than anything else. Traditional gingerbread men.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you sell traditional gingerbread men?
1: Christmas, we do. Uh, we don't do them through the year, but we do ginger snaps, which, again, not quite the same as gingerbread man. But as I say, through December, we we sold hundreds of them, you know. But uh, through the rest of the year, we do ginger snaps, which are just as good.
0: Indeed. <laughs> Where were you born, and what brought you so far away across the Atlantic, leaving your home to come to this this place?
1: Well, it gets a bit complicated, okay. because my dad was Canadian, my mum is English, but she came over here, here as a war bride in 1946, mm. and since then we've been back and forth across the ocean too many times to remember, mm-hmm. so I actually got dual nationality, so, you know, I can cheat a little, I can work here and over there. <laughs> Good.
0: Which part of um, England was it?
1: The south, about 40 miles from London. Ah. Yeah. Where, where in Essex, close Essex. to South End. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that near Coventry at all?
1: Actually, no, it's not. T- it's Coventry is north. So, and in England, they think north of Watford Gap is north.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My mum spent some time in Coventry too when she left okay. Edinburgh. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Linda. This was very enjoyable. Thank-, thank you for talking with me.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. The
0: TheLinguist.com The Power of Language.